Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode... Who knows if that's what people do. 31. 31. There we go. I'm glad Ryan's here. If I had to do this by myself, it, we wouldn't have got to 31, to be honest with you. <laughs> it would have been half of one. I <laughs> um, hope everyone's well. In the, I imagine this will go out on a Friday, so you've had less than a week away. Yeah, that makes sense. I hope your week's gone well. It's just February, isn't it? Not much happens. Uh, we missed Valentine's Day. How was your Valentine's Day? Um, yeah, really good. I just sat in my room alone. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. Uh... <laughs> I missed it as well anyway, to be fair. We didn't do anything on Valentine's Day. I did it a week before. Um, I hope you lot had a good Valentine's Day if you had one last week. If you didn't, that's fine. Oh, I hope you didn't. Everyone be sad with me. Yeah, Sam Smith came out recently and said that they don't like Valentine's Day, but it's like, they said, oh, I've been single for like however long they've been alive for Valentine's Day, and I don't like it. It's like... No, just because you don't like it. I mean, no one's something yeah, else it's can. Like, it should, I think we should like get rid of it. It's like, oh, why? Because you don't like something. Because you don't. don't like it. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right. We're going to talk about a cheery man now. A cheery man named Walt Disney. You probably haven't heard of him. No. But we'll we'll really get into him, the, the details of this man who created a business that isn't that big. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure, well, no, I am sure, Walt D- Disney World, or Disney as a name, is the biggest entertainment. Oh, fuck yeah. Disney, like, as a company, is scary. In, I think, it's Disney followed by Merlin in terms of entertainment. However, the difference between Merlin and Disney, Merlin make, like, tens of millions. Yeah. Disney make tens of billions. Billions. A movie. Yeah. Like... <laughs> you know, my favourite meme is is the one of Thanos with his Infinity Gauntlet putting, like, Fox on his Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. And he's They're like, buying I enjoy this. They're <laughs> they buying buy everything. so much. Yeah, Marvel... Fox, Star Wars, Star Wars, like every fucking thing. What, what, one of my favorite things is it a uh, Family Guy, where they like predict the future, and it's like um, an, a, a, an overpowering Disney world, and like they've got like guards with, <laughs> like, like, like it's almost like a throwback to like uh, steampunk Nazism, yeah. <laughs> but they've got Disney ears, the guards, yeah. like all the soldiers have got Disney ears on, and it's just like a massive statue of like Mickey Mouse with his hands up, <laughs> like it does in this in the Disney World like theme parks, and it's just they just worship it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's massive, it's absolutely massive, which is why the origin story of it is so interesting because like it almost died so many fucking times. Yeah, it come from practically nothing, yeah, literally just a bloke to being a multi-billion dollar enterprise yeah like imagine like every, i remember once we went to disney world and my mom turned to me and went i would love just to take the money that this place earns for one day 
Oh, Christ, yeah. You'd be set for life. Yeah. Give me one day. What what you make in one day, give that to me now. Yeah. And I'll be fine. Mad. Absolutely mad. Good old Disney. We all love Disney. Mm. Even if we pretend we don't. Well, I, I, I will be honest. I've, I was not a Disney kid. I didn't watch the movies so much. I, I wasn't interested. I, never, I was never on Disney Channel. I didn't give a shit about the TV. Well, to be fair, like, we... Uh, in the UK, you could only get Disney Channel if you had Sky back in the day. And you could only get the Disney Channel on Sky if you paid extra on the packages for it. Yeah. My folks didn't pay the extra no, for really. the packages. We had the kids' TV. No, I think we had, just shut us up. We had Cartoon Network because it was free. And yeah. Did you have like, Nickelodeon? Yeah, Nickelodeon came on it yeah, free. Nick Fox Coons. Kids, that yeah. was the one. Uh, but Disney, you had to pay extra for that. So we missed out on a lot of Disney stuff like Recess and shit. I only got to watch that when I was like sort of eight. Yeah. Missed I'm not a lot of that. Fan. Recess. Oh, mate, I was a big fan of Recess. It just reminded me when I was a kid. I enjoyed it. But I don't like it. I, I was not a fan of the Disney, the princess movies. No. Uh, Snow White's all right. But I, I'm not like, into... You mean like the old ones? Like yeah, the... like the old school ones, like Beauty yeah. and the Beast, um, the Snow White. Yeah. I, I, I don't know them. I, the only one I really like is Hercules. Hercules is sick. Hercules is my favourite. Even then, that's not one of the originals. That's like... 90s. Modern in the terms of Disney. Yeah, I mean, he was long gone. Yeah, he died in the 60s. Yeah. So... Shout out to Hercules. It's my yeah. favourite movie. Who put, right. the, who put the Gladding Gladiator? So, Walt Disney, the man himself. We're going to talk about the man. He was born on 5th of December 1901 in Chicago to Elias and Flora Disney and had brothers Herbert, Raymond and Roy. Huh. Now, Roy is quite a big part of it. He like gets heavily involved in Disney and he basically ran it after Walt died for okay. a few years. Is there like a dynasty of Disney's now? I'm you know, like they've got you know, like Fords. He had dis. He had daughters. Oh right, maybe I don't know. Maybe it follows in the Roy line then. But I imagine just it's just a big conglomerate fucking corporation now. Like. Disney dynasty. <laughs> dynasty. I, I imagine Disney. some random fucker owns it. I should have looked up to be fair. I know they had like Fords. Like you had Henry Ford was the original Ford. Yeah. Not the original Ford, but like you know what I mean. Like in terms of Fords. Yeah. And then you've got that like, even in the sixties with like Le Mans. You've got like. Ford the fifth, yeah, or whatever. He's now running Ford. Yeah, I wonder if he had that in Disney. He's born into it, maybe. Roy definitely didn't. He was his brother. So when Disney was four, the family moved to a farm in Missouri. Uh, this is where it said that Walt Disney found his love for drawing. When uh-huh. the, the alleged story goes that a neighbor paid him to draw his horse. Huh. So a neighbor came up to him and was like, "Hey, Walt, can you just draw my horse for me, and I'll give you like a nickel or whatever." <laughs> and Walt was like, "Yeah, cool." He must have been fucking good at a young age. Yeah, man. I have in my head, you know, um, you know, there's the meme about Game of Thrones, and it's like season one to season eight, and yeah. like the back of the horse is fucking yeah, yeah, brilliant, yeah. but the front is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine it would be like that. So I think he was very good because he spent a lot of his childhood drawing, and he like he'd get newspapers that his parents would read, and he'd find the cartoon section, mm. and he'd like copy the cartoons. Mm. So he basically taught himself how to be a cartoonist from the age of fucking four. Nah, he was just tracing it. Yeah, well, that's basically what animation is. You trace things, but move an object like an item, like your arm slightly down. Mate, it, it, it's fucking laborious work. Well, nowadays, it's a lot easier because it's just all computers. Oh god, yeah, you can actually move the image there yeah. and then. Where it's like, Before if you wanted to, to if you wanted it to be like a seamless movement, you need like about a hundred pages. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like fl- uh, uh, flip books. Literally, that's what it is, isn't yeah, it? Flip books. Li- literally that. Yeah. And even then, like. I've seen some uh, where someone's drawn like Dragon Ball Z fights on flip books. Yeah. And they, they awesome. use like three flip books to get yeah. through it. It's crazy. In 1911, the Disney's then moved to Kansas. Kansas yeah. City! Kansas. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, we spoke about that. The last My new NFL team. Yeah. 
There, his father purchased a newspaper route, and Walt, along with his brother Roy, would wake up at 4.30 every morning to deliver the papers. Fuck that. They'd go to school, and then in the evening, they'd deliver more papers. I got up at 7 today just to get here, and I didn't like that. No, it's too fucking early. I get in from work at half 6 now. Yeah, then you go to bed, and then you wake up, and you're like, well, there's that day gone. Well, yeah. Well, the other day, I, I I got in at 7 in the morning. Uh, I went to sleep and didn't get up to three in the afternoon. Yeah, and then oh, the Christ, entire day's just gone. Day's gone. And then you just eat, chill out for a bit, and then go, go back to, to work. work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Working nights is fucking not the one. Where was I? So, despite this affecting his schoolwork, he did this for six years, all while attending drawing and cartoonist classes on the weekends. Mm. So he was. That's one thing that people say about Walt Disney. He was always the hardest worker in the room. Mm. He would like. No matter what happens, as we'll see, a lot of shit went wrong. He would always just fucking back himself and, like, just go balls to the wall, which is fair play. Yeah, sometimes you got, if, if, if no one will believe in you, you've got to believe in yourself. Yeah, for sure. And he did just that. So in 1917, the family then moves back to Disney's birthplace, Chicago. There, he would become a cartoonist for his school newspaper mm-hmm. and would often draw, like, World War One propaganda and, like, just... You know, like, oh Christ! Yeah, you know what you see—like heroic shit to get people in the mood of war and stuff. Yeah, because seventeen, uh, the war was brand new to them. Nineteen seventeen, it was a year from being over. Yeah, yeah, and they would—they would just—they were just entering it. Yeah, seventeen. In nineteen eighteen, he attempted to join the army to fight. However, he was too young. Uh, he would have only been sixteen at this point. Mm-hmm. So instead, he forged the birthday on his birth certificate and joined the Red Cross. However, by the time he got to France, the war was over. Oh. So he stayed there for a bit and helped out as like a medic, and he'd said like that he'd draw on the side of his ambulance like cool images. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. So that would be quite cool. Hmm. Uh, and then after that, he returned to Kansas in 1919 and took a job at Pesman Rubin Commercial Art Studio, and this is where he met UBI Works, who to this day is thought of as one of the greatest animators who ever lived. If you look up UBI Works and just look at his work, like it's all the big ones. Mm. All the big animation things you can imagine he was part of. However, in 1920, like a lot of businesses at that time, especially in America, money was tight. And Disney and iWorks were laid off. So they decided to start their own business and entitled it iWorks Disney Commercial Artists. iWorks Disney Commercial Artists. Which doesn't have the same ring to it as... That is not a snazzy name. Disney. Just no, it's Disney. Isn't it weird how like a thing becomes just so synonymous with the word? Like... like yeah. You can often tell how big a company is by if you type it in on your phone, if it autocorrects to have a capital letter at the start. Yeah. Like, if you type Walt Disney or Disney World, it goes capital. Like, it's just, it's just, it's a yeah. brand as opposed to a name. Yeah, exactly. Disney. It's like, oh, That's wait. It's a fucking awesome name to have, though. Isn't it? I, like, like, that just works. How is that just his name? Imagine having a surname like Smith. Smithland. <laughs> Smith World. <laughs> It just doesn't work. Well, Smith, Disney World works. Smith so well. World is just—it's—it's it's just like some bearded bloke with long hair in his sixties is the only person who's able to do blacksmithing now hmm. in the country. You know, the, and you um, just go watch him do it. There's that South Park episode where Cartman buys a theme park and he just calls it Cartmanland, <laughs> and he just doesn't want anyone else to go for it to go into it because he wants no cues. So he just rides around all the rides by himself every day. That's great. And eventually, he has to buy like a maintenance man someone to sell tickets so every day he has to let in a few more people to let like <laughs> cover the cost and eventually it's just a fully th- operating theme Brilliant. park but imagine like imagine Disney Walt Disney had not made had not become that animation uh, genius and had not opened up Disney World 
he would his name just Disney would just be a normal name like anyone else's. But yeah, now it's like so synonymous with this massive enterprise that you can't differentiate but it. You don't really know any of the Disneys, do you? I've never met a Disney. I've never heard of a, a person who has the name Disney. That is not a common name. No. I need to know the origins of the name Disney. Mm. Oh, there's a good improvisation game where it's like um, you give me a word and then I have to um, define what that word is, but it can't. It has to be something that's so synon- like something completely different to what it actually is. So like. Um, I don't know, for instance, uh, like, but if if there was like a word, it's just it is so that it yep. can't be anything else. Yeah, like you cannot define it in anything else. And the game is you have to explain it as something different. Right. Okay. It's it's it, uh, it's difficult. <laughs> I, I can't even explain it. I it was told to me. I don't really play it. Um. But yeah, like explain what a Di- explain what Disney World is or something. You have to say what Disney World is without actually saying what it actually is. But like Disney World is like a type of ham that you eat in a sandwich. <laughs> it's just sounds silly. But yeah, it's a game. It is a game. Actors. They've got shit games. They really do. So, at iWorks Disney commercial artists, things did not go well. And this business was very short-lived. Instead, they both ended up at Kansas City Film Ad Company. And this is where Disney was introduced to animation. He borrowed a camera. Like, it just said he borrowed a camera, but I'm going to say he borrowed a camera. Because I can't imagine people are just giving him a fucking camera. Yeah. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, and he would take it home and he'd just experiment with it. Mm. So Disney and the owner of the Kansas Film Company uh, disputed the best animation methods with Disney believing that cell animation was the way forward. Cell animation's like, you know, like the you see it in like clear sheets. Oh, okay. And you can just like change it, change it, change it. Uh-huh. As opposed to like what you said, like a flipbook. Drawing it and yeah. then having to draw another one. Yeah. You can just wipe it. So this one, cell animation, like you just put on top, put on top, put on top kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, th- I think I might be completely wrong. So he and another worker, Fred Harmon, started the company Newman's Laughograms. They had some success in turning old fairy tales into animations and even had enough money to open up their own Laughogram studio, hiring Harmon's brother, Hugh, along with a man called Rudolf Ising and Disney's old friend, UBI Works. I like that name, Laughograms. Yeah, it's a good name, that. Everything, everything was a gram, wasn't it? Telegram. Yeah. Laughgram. Pentagram. Pent- Pentagram. <laughs> so, however, these animations weren't enough to keep the company afloat. So Disney created um, Alice's Wonderland. It's a short 12-minute film that was based on Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And it mixed live action with animation. Oh, that's good. So they hired an actress and like she'd be like talking to... like. Imagine what's the uh, the Looney Tunes film with the basketball? I was literally about to say Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Liter- is it back in action? No, it's oh, what's it? The one with the basketball? Oh, Space Jam. Space Jam. It's literally that. Like he'd have live action people talking to animated characters. I, I was thinking of uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Is one with um, the guy who's in the Mummy. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. That's yeah. it. He's in that, and it's got Bugs Bunny and stuff in it. Yeah, as well. yeah. Uh, but I fucking love Space Jam. That's yeah, a great Disney movie. I wonder what that would have looked like, that first movie, the Alice in Wonderland you can, one. You can see it. Just type it into like, YouTube whatever's there. I will find it at some point. Yeah. I will watch that because I imagine that looked terrible. Because the actress in it is dead. Is she, no, is she dead? I think she might be dead now. She did an interview like recently, about a decade ago, mm. about working with Disney. Because hmm. apparently, like what you see him, you know, Disney's always like predicted to be like this big man welcoming, hello, like, mm. big personality. Dick, in real life, he? he was really timid; like he wouldn't talk to you. I thought he was an arsehole. He was hardworking, and if you didn't work as hard as he did, he wouldn't like it. Right. So I think a lot of workers didn't like him because 
because of that. But apparently he was just really quiet. I think he was a nice-ish man. I suppose. I mean, why else would he want to build this big old theme park when there's plenty of other ways to make money that he could have gone down? He He wanted to put fun in people's lives. That was his main thing. Uh, however, the animation of Alice's Wonderland wasn't enough, and in 1923, the company went completely bankrupt. Damn. Dun, dun, dun. Another failure in the life of Walt Disney. Do you know what fucking I find crazy is how many people in history go bankrupt? You have to fail so many times before you make it. Yeah, I suppose. But it's like, <laughs> I went bankrupt. Yeah, he went bankrupt sixth time. What? <laughs> stop going bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. Surely stop, people could stop fucking putting credit in you at that point. Like, nowadays, you know, that's not going to happen. You go bankrupt once, that's it, surely. Yeah, back in those days, you'd go to the bank and you'd like leave collateral or whatever. And... Yeah. Here's my watch. What's that yeah. worth? I don't know. 100 quid. Thank you. It's like um, P.T. Barnum, who I think would be quite an interesting episode as well at some point in the future. Oh, he's the greatest showman, isn't he? Yeah, like, he fucking gave the bank like ships that weren't his that were actually at the bottom of the fucking ocean what so he worked um a company i forget what the company did but they like dealt with ships and the ships got sunk in a storm mm. and then that company was like we've lost all our ships we're bankrupt fucked mm. so everyone got laid off and then um pt barnum found the deeds to the ships and went to the bank and was like i want to open a museum i've got these and they were like oh my god that's fucking awesome but they didn't realize that the ships were at the bottom of the ocean Mm. So Disney moved to Hollywood in 1923 in Hollywood. July. Moved to the big, what's it called? Hollywood? You were going to say Big Apple then, but that's yeah, New York. Yeah, it's not. What's, what's Hollywood? Uh, Hollywood is the City of Angels. I don't know. So she's old though, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't been. It's just, it's yeah, it's not nice. I've heard it's like... It's a lot the, of homeless. Yeah, a lot of homeless people. And it's just like one main area. Yeah. And then the rest of it's shite. Is we had someone who lived the there for a while, didn't he? Mike. Mike lived in LA yeah. for a little while, didn't he? Yeah, and he said that he didn't live in the best area. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah, a lot of outwork actors there, I reckon. Yeah, pilot season. Yeah. They'll flock over there. Yeah. Like starlings and I don't know, whenever they fly. You know, you see like big <laughs> flocks of birds just flying and making shapes. It's cool. <laughs> Although New York was the centre of the cartoon industry, he was attractive. Attractive? He was attractive. He was an attractive man. Fuck sex. He was attracted to LA. Sorry, but he had a crap moustache. Yeah, he did. It's terrible. Yeah, it's proper, proper pedo touch. Yeah. Because his brother Roy was there. Um, he was in like a hospital, not a hospital, like nursing home kind of thing because he had TB. Oh, shit. Yeah. Not great. Tuberculosis. However, Roy ends up outliving Walt. <laughs> he fucking, he fully Uno flipped and reversed it. Yeah. <laughs> and... Walt wanted to become a live-action film director. Uh-huh. Don't we all? Uh. So Disney's efforts to sell Alice in One's Land were in vain until he heard from New York film distributor Margaret Winkler. Now, at this time, there was a big cartoon called Felix the Cat. It was like the big thing where everyone was like, fucking hell, this is the future of film, Felix the I Cat. I recognise Felix the Cat. I feel like I do. It's t- I just think of it as the fucking whiskas cat. Eh? Or no, it's Felix is like a, a food, isn't it? Oh, that's probably what that's I know from Felix is a cat food yeah. brand in the UK. And they, she was losing the rights to those and she needed a new series. Okay. So Disney collaborated with her and they signed a contract for six Alice comedies with a further option for two further series of six episodes each. So therefore, Disney and his brother Roy formed the Disney Brothers Studio, which later becomes the Walt Disney Company because Walt Disney was very particular about having his name on the... <laughs> I can imagine that conversation, can't you? Um, yeah. Roy, a uh, little word. Um, I don't want you involved, really. How awkward is that? That's so awkward. 
in all fairness, Walt did put a lot more work in. He was the guy. Mm, yeah, but I mean, in Nirvana, um, Kurt Cobain didn't take more money than his bandmates because yeah, he was like, Kurt "We're show. a fucking band." But it was only like I think it was Courtney Cox who was like, "No, you're the front, you're the, like the front singer." You should fucking take more money. Yeah. And then it ended up happening and it was like, sorry guys, the missus says this. Yeah, and then she killed him. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> True story. So in July 1924, Disney also rehired uh, iWorks. So they're back together again. Oh, good. Yeah. Persuading him to relocate to Hollywood from Kansas City. During Kansas this time, City. Disney also hired an ink artist named Lillian Bounds, who... Became his wife later that year. Oh, uh, yeah, damn, of course he did. <laughs> she became Lillian Disney. He obviously saw her in the interview and was like, I don't give a fuck what your t- capabilities are. You're <laughs> yeah, getting hired. So it is. He's like looked at her CV and then looked up at her, looked at the CV and gone, this is fucking shit. And then looked at her and was like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you. What do you want to do? Just sit there. Just sit there. Just, just sit there, love. Can you colour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you colour in the lines? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on it. It's close. <laughs> So, Margaret Winkler, the film producer, uh, her husband, Charles Mintz, took over her role as distributor, and him and Disney didn't really see eye to eye. All right. Mintz requested new material from Disney, who in return came up with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That's not Mickey. He's quite a famous character, Oswald. I'll explain it. I'll read this passage and I'll, I'll get onto it. Mintz claimed copyright of this character and refused to pay Disney more for his work and therefore Disney was unable to pay his staff. And some of the artists then decided to move to Mintz's studio instead, except iWorks. iWorks stayed with Disney. Oh, okay. So, even though Mintz had the copyright of Oswald, Disney was pissed because this was his idea. Yeah. In 2000 and... What, top of my head, I'm going to say 2005. It was 2000 and something. Disney reclaimed Oswald the Rabbit. And he's now like, you can go into the parks and he's like a big character in the parks. Shit, isn't... That that company, Mince's company, that became Universal. They partnered with Universal. They were partnerships in a partnership. Can it become it? Or like Universal, Universal encompassed it. it? I think it absorbed yeah, it. Yeah, I I think that's right. It became Universal. How crazy is that? That Disney essentially once worked for the predecessors of Universal. Universal. Yeah, because Universal was still about at this time. I mean, Disney worked for Universal at one point. We'll get onto that. All right. Yeah. Wait, what would? So Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. So yeah, so so Disney have got he's got it. Disney signed up to Mintz, and Mintz is like, okay, fine print. I own everything you make. Yeah, and he's like, fuck. Yeah, and then he left. Well, that's we've got to fucking read the contract. You got to read the fucking small print. Yeah, me and James before we started this podcast, we set out. Obviously, our first four episodes are Dash Rathmanji, Margaret Hamilton, J.R.R. J. Tolkien, and um, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the fourth one was now. The Who Warrens. Was it? That was it, the Warrens. Yeah. So we made four. I think we're, I think we're allowed to talk. It's nearly a year on now. Fuck That's man. how long we've been. Yeah. We're in this nearly a year, right? Yeah. We're uh, we're halfway over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 30, 31 episodes now. Yeah. So I think it's safe to talk about this. Yeah. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't think he's doing anything now. So no. <laughs> I've been checking him out his social media. He's doing fuck all with what he wanted. Yeah. This guy. So I wanted to start a podcast. I think it's. Can we take like five minutes to talk about this? <laughs> Yeah. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, um, we'll be polite about it. I, yeah, we'll be polite about it. I, I found a guy who wanted to create a media company who wanted to create podcasts. 
now, this is a good idea. It's a great idea. The way he was seeing it, he was like, you know, podcasts are the way forward. He's like, I see a big market for it's it. True. I think we can Completely do it. True. Mate, every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry's doing, listen to my podcast. Yeah. And, and all like the rich people, like, you know, not rich people, but all the big names are getting in it. Even yeah. like people like just have no reason to be doing this shit. Yeah. But their agents have been like, make a podcast, you make money. Yeah. And then they're getting fucking shitloads of... Uh, sponsors and ads just thrown on it they're making money it is the new and then TV you've got people like you and me who do it because we enjoy it and yeah. we really want to do it and we work fucking hard to research and make them can you know we, we struggle and just you know keep swimming yeah. uh, that annoys me personally on, on a side note but yeah I contacted this guy and was like look we happily want to make a podcast I contacted James and we were like let's just do it let's, let's collaborate let's do this so we create that's what people do now he gave us a studio he gave us equipment to record on he gave us everything that we needed and you know what he was very accommodating he yeah. was, was nice very guy good. as well we had sound engineers as i'm sure you've heard in the first four episodes we've got sound guys as well like they know what they the, the yeah. guys knew what they were doing they're very good um but then as, as it as it happens four episodes in okay guys let's look at a contract ah oh, fuck's sake here we go we got given a contract and it was just basically giving everything to this company and we wouldn't have the rights over anything. Um, like the episodes wouldn't be ours. None, none of, nothing would be ours, basically. Yeah. So we're like, no, we're not going to do it. See you later. So we walked. And then we did this. We've been doing this on our own since. And it's surprisingly easy to produce a podcast. It is. Yeah. 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 He made it seem so difficult to well, do. Like, it's an investment. Like we invested money into the equipment which was quite expensive and continue to put money into it like yeah. with ad- advertising and stuff we have to put money into the advertising now and then i've i've thrown some money in there now but, and then but once you've got the bulk of the kit like you're set essentially yeah so always read the fucking contract and always read the small print because yeah. that's what disney should have done and then he'd realized that he'd, none of his work would have been his own we yeah. read it pretty damn fucking sharpish and yeah. we got out there and did it off our own back we disney would have spared did. himself he'd still well now, Disney have their rabbit now, but it took a yeah. long time. I like to think of Disney getting Oswald the rabbit back as kind of a big middle finger, being like, ha, I'm successful now. 100%. They could just buy it. They yeah. were like, oh, we want it. We're going to take it. I don't care about your contract. I'm buying it. That's yeah. crazy. Disney's first like original character. Yeah. Before Mickey Mouse. He's Before the, Mickey b- Mouse. The predecessor of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. What was he called again? Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. You can go rabbit. and see him in the parks. I'll have a look. I'll, I'll go get a picture of it and I'll send mm-hmm. it in. Of Oswald. Yeah, I'll, I'll demand to see Oswald. Where is Oswald? You paid for it. I want to see it. <laughs> so Disney parted company with Mints, naturally, because Disney was like, fuck you. Like, mm. we're not having this. And he needed a new idea to reboot his career. So he created Mortimer Mouse. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Mortimer. What a crap name. <laughs> this is when Lillian, fucking, if she could do nothing else, this is when she fucking stepped in. Yeah. She said, that name's pretty shit. She was like, that name's quite depressing, actually, which it is. It sounds really depressing. <laughs> She's fucking, like, just sitting there concentrating so hard to keep the colour in the lines. And then he's gone, look at this new character, Mortimer Mouse. And then she just dropped the fucking crayon <laughs> and looked over and was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> sounds awful. And then she came up with the name Mickey. Oh, that's a good name, Mickey. Because Mickey's Mickey's like a cheeky character. Yeah, it's just a fun. You're like, oh, Mickey. In the UK, you say, "Don't take the Mickey." Yeah, it's, it's, don't take like the piss out of someone. Yeah. Don't take the Mickey. Like Mickey's such a cheeky little fucking character. He's like, yeah, for sure. And to be a mouse as well, that's kind of cool. So there we have Mickey Mouse. He's he's about, and Disney himself voiced Mickey until 1947, and iWorks created the look of Mickey Mouse. Okay. Right, he did the voice for. Hello. Did, did, did. that's funny 
just right go now you're listening so you're not having to do much pick up your phone google Walt Disney look at the face of that man that man created a billion 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 dollar empire look at the face of that man and now just imagine him doing oh hiya (laughs) it doesn't look right I think the one the voice that we hear nowadays is a bit different it's very high pitched because he stopped doing it in 47 so if you go and look at like Steamboat Willie and all that I didn't think he spoke in Steamboat Willie I think he has like little like (laughs) ha it's like Mario little things yeah, I think I think the voice has been like it's now high, high pitch. Yeah, Can you imagine Mickey Mouse has been like Mickey oil. Mouse isn't what he used to be, <laughs> not even a little bit. But Mickey is Disney. When you think of Disney, you think Mickey Mouse. Do you know when Minnie came around? I don't know the exact dates. No, yeah. but was it later after or like she was in? He Mickey had a girlfriend in the originals. Oh fucking hell, hot goss! So <laughs> you so, heard it here first. So Minnie was always about. Oh, so she was just like a side. Honey. Yeah, and then eventually she became a big thing as well. Because obviously, when you go into Disney and you go and see Mickey, Minnie's, Minnie's always not far there. Away. Oh yeah, with the massive fucking boots. Yeah. Big old shoes. People queue for fucking hours to see Mickey. This is what I'm saying. Like when I when I first went to uh, Disney, I'm not interested in seeing these characters dressed up. I'm not interested. I don't give a shit. I I would prefer to see them on the screen as opposed to real life. Because I'm like, there's a bloke in there. I don't care. Absolutely. Literally, I find that weird. I find it really weird. I'm sorry if this is you. I find it really weird when you get someone like 30 plus queuing up with all these little kitty winks to go fucking hug Mickey Mouse. And it's like, that is a man in a suit getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. And you're so elated. Like, for I don't sure, get it. if ever I have kids and we go to Disney World, I will 100% queue and let 100%, them sit because 100%. that's what you got to do. That's 100%. Right but when you're a kid, you don't know the fucking difference. Yeah. And also, you've got your parents being like, look, there's Mickey. Whereas I'm looking at it being like, oh, look, there's someone who's really struggling financially at the moment. However, that being said, there are some characters that I would get a picture with just for shits and gigs. Like I've seen in some parks that there's like they have Transformers knocking about. No, that is cool, but I don't think the tra- wait the Transformers are. Yeah, but they look impressive. Yeah. I'm sorry, but costume characters look like someone in a costume. Yeah. The Transformer Optimus Prime. I've seen it in Universal. Optimus Prime looks the dog shit man. Yeah. He, he looks great. So yeah, Ma- and like Megatron. A- Megatron looks Megatron's cool as well. A- because there's that video that was going around Facebook of um. Someone had a like a little kid had like an Optimus Prime head and like gave it yep, to Megatron. Yep, and Megatron was I like, you killed him. That's so funny, man. Well done. You're the best Decepticon ever. Yeah, I remember that. Why do you want to be a Decepticon though? No one wants to be a Decepticon. Nah. Yeah, you see all the. I was sorry again. If you're this person, stop doing it. People when they put the Decepticon and the Optimus uh, and the uh, this what's the other one? Decepticon and Autobot on their cars. On their cars, and you're like, please stop doing that. <laughs> if you want to have it on your steering wheel, cool. Because yeah. then you can look at it and go, huh. Yeah, do it in your own car. Like, I don't want to see that don't shit. Don't put it on the front. It says a lot about you. Saying that, I've literally got an Autobot symbol literally right here. Oh, Christ, yeah, yeah, but on that's your laptop. laptop. Whatever, like... It's, not, it's like a vinyl sticker. Mate, the mate, the product placement in Transformers movies is insane. Like, Mountain yeah. mountain, mountain Dew vending yeah. machines to change in an Xbox 360. And it so even makes the noise when it changes. Yeah. You hear it go... Vroom. <laughs> so easy to do. It's very clever. So, Disney used synchronised sound on the third short, Steamboat Willie. Probably one of the most... Fa- if you look... You know, like... Yeah. Disney films in the last, like, five years or whatever, the intro is Steamboat Willie now. Oh, Christ, yeah, it is. That's... They've gone back and used it. Yeah, that's very good. That makes sense. Why Which not? Which is quite cool. Uh, to create the first ever post-produced sound cartoon. 
After the animation was complete, Disney signed a contract with the former executive of Universal Pictures, Pat Powers, to use the Pat's Powers Cinephone recording system. Mm-hmm. Basically, just to get better equipment, basically, right. which is what you got to do. And, and he then, went to Universal for that? Uh, at the X of Universal. Oh, right. So uh, he became the new distributor for Disney's early sound cartoons, which became pretty popular. With the ever-growing success, Disney asked for more money, naturally, and Powers said no. And instead, Powers got iWorks to work for him. Oh, he managed to convince him. Yeah, so iWorks is gone. Yeah. So what Disney happened is, between them? Disney's because like, they were tight. It's just money, isn't it? Money talks. You got to look after your own career. Hmm. Uh, this sent Disney into a nervous breakdown. No, I'm not surprised. Your best mate of like, so, however long is doing that. Him and Lillian fucked off to Cuba and Panama for a bit. Yeah, why not? They had a long holiday. <laughs> Upon his return, Disney signed a contract with Columbia Pictures mm-hmm. to continue producing Mickey because he retained the rights to Mickey. That's smart. He's learned. Yep, yeah, he's learned, which was gaining international recognition. However, Disney was he was growing pretty bored of short animations and he wanted to create feature-length films. So he and his team worked for four years on the first ever Disney feature-length Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So if you're in a pub quiz... What's Disney's first ever feature-length film? Snow, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, that that's um, that's old. <laughs> yeah, that's old. Do you know what's crazy? Like you can still watch that now, and it's, it, holds, it up. holds up. Yeah, I've seen I've seen CGI shit that yeah. like it's from 2017. That's crap, and I'd rather watch Snow White for sure. It's it really does hold up. It, like Bambi was created in like fucking in the war, World War Two, and that fucking holds up today. Really? Yeah, the original Bambi was made Bambi? in World War Two. Is that a Disney film? Yeah. So that wasn't feature. How long was that? Uh, Disney was uh, Bambi was feature length. Ah. Because there's been more modern ones. Oh crap! Right. Yep. Yep. Original. Yep. I'm with you now. Sorry, I said a brain fart. Yep. Uh for some reason I was like, the war was before Snow White, but Snow White was in the thirties. Yeah. The war was 39 to 45. And he's going to school. Yeah. So, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs cost $1.5 million to produce, which was three times over budget. Wow. However, it turned out to be the most successful film that year, and in fact, at that point, was the most successful film of all time. Didn't it win an Oscar? Generating $6.5 million. It did win an Oscar. Uh, With Snow White finished, the studio... Uh, began producing Pinocchio in 38 and Fantasia in November of the same year. Which is crap. Yeah, it's not the best. Both <sighs> films were released in 1940 and neither of them performed well at the box office. Mm. Pinocchio used to be one of my favourite films growing up, the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. It's amazing how this work still fucking comes up. Mm. Uh, partly, it didn't do well partly because Europe was in war so no one wanted to go and watch fucking Pinocchio. Money had to be spent on other things. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um, so the studio made a loss and both pictures on both pictures and he was deeply in debt mm. again in February 1941 he's not a very good businessman he no he's a great creator but yeah. a shit businessman yeah. which is where Roy comes in I think alright I think Disney's the fucking brains behind what to create and Roy will direct the business yeah he's the visionary he's the ideas man yeah Roy's the okay I, I take it this is how we do it yeah 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 basically yeah they're a good team Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. So Disney would spend World War Two producing, like, you know, your usual patriotic films. Mm-hmm. He also had to deal with an animator strike, which he blamed on communists. Brilliant. Um, during this, Disney, who was once a Democrat voter, he was turning more and more conservative as he got older. Kind okay. of an irrelevant fact, but it's just interesting. I mean, throwing. I that's a lot of people, in it? As you get older, you start to become more right, right wing. It's interesting, though, because you often associate the arts with the left, and Disney surely should be the fucking artsiest guy of all time. True, but he's also a business owner. Mm. That's something I've I noticed. It's like you could be as liberal as hell once you start owning a business, though. You look out that's for your, that's your money, <laughs> especially for a guy who's been bankrupt however many times. Oh, God, yeah. People screw him over time and time again. He knows what it's like to be poor as well. That's another th- thing I forgot to put in, but we'll go back. And you know, in the Lafagram Studios, uh-huh. he he found a mouse and he kept it as like a little pet. Did he call it Mortimer? No, I, I don't know what he called it, but he just he found it one day when he was down on his luck and he just kept it. Uh, maybe that's what it was, and then he was like, oh, cheeky little mouse. Yeah. Call you Mortimer. Essentially. Crap name. So, Disney Studios kept pumping out films such as Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. but his attentions were elsewhere. He wanted a theme park. He wanted a place where both adults and children could have fun. And the thing he was very particular about is he wanted it to be very, very clean. Like, he'd go to Scandinavia and notice how their theme parks were spotless, and he was like, mm. I want that. Because in America at that time, theme parks were just fucking dirty. Well, yeah, they're like, um, what's the word? Oh, what's Carney. Yeah, Carney. Carnivals and stuff, yeah. Carney. But, like, have you ever noticed, like, when you go to Disneyland, it's spotless. Pretty much, yeah. Like, it, because every Disney employee, if they walk past rubbish, whether you're fucking the CEO or bin man or whatever, you pick up that rubbish and put it in the bin. You see a lot of cleaners. Yeah. A lot of cleaners with the, uh, the sweepers just sweeping shit. And the cleaners would often be characters as well. Oh Christ! Yeah, and they do dances and stuff. Yeah. Oh, there was one guy I saw. He had like um, was like a water bottle of sorts, and he was like doing art with the water mm. on the pavement. And then obviously because it's like thirty or forty degrees out there, it's so bloody hot, it yeah. just like dries out. And then he just like starts cleaning the floor again, sweeping the floor. Yeah. Like that's his little show that he does. Yeah. It's really it's, cool. They have to make it all a show. It's doesn't really it? clever. You yeah. gotta respect it. It's respect the art. Hard work, but clever. Yeah. His 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 vision of this world is insane mm, and it works as well they even like know. didn't they even build um like a town try to build like a disney town in like this utopian town essentially that was made by disney i think it still it still exists today essentially that's what disneyland is essentially it's like a town split into like sectors it's a world isn't it? yeah, it's mm. crazy which why florida is a lot bigger because florida has um what's it called magic kingdom yeah, more space and swamps and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure you're about to tell me, but yeah, the original Disneyland is in... California. Yeah. Anaheim, California. Anaheim. That is where he decided to put it. 
and work was started and it was completed in 1954 and it attracted 20,000 guests daily, give or take. Damn, After its first year, 3.6 million people had been to the park, which for the time, like, fuck, you know, especially think, because like there probably wasn't that much to do. I think as well, like they, um, more people came than they anticipated. Mm. I think they only anticipate for like 10,000 people so to actually come for, uh, on that day. Yeah. And then like, double that came yeah. and they didn't they they ran out of food they ran out of drinks um they ran out of everything on mm. that, that first sort of week they couldn't cope loads of people were into it it's but like the the part was split into different sectors like it is now like you have like fantasy land and space land or whatever the fuck mm. it's called it's a clever way of doing it and do they just have magic kingdom in la uh they just have the disney is it disneyland or disney world i forget which one is because florida's disney something world Disney World. Disney World in Florida. So I think it's Disneyland in... Because I know there's a Disneyland in Paris. Yeah, maybe... LA, and LA Tokyo. Is, LA is just... The, yeah, Tokyo. LA is just the one park. Mm. Whereas Florida's like... It's lots like five, of parks. Five yeah. parks. You've got uh, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, and I think that's it. Yeah, because SeaWorld, and that's different. That's SeaWorld, yeah, they're different, yeah. Yeah, and they've also got, I think, two or three water parks. Yeah. Blizzard Beach and some Massive. Else. Yeah, huge. I'm looking forward to going. But like Epcot, he created it as like, he wanted like it to be a vision of the future and so mm. people can use it as like inspiration of what to create. Epcot, like, it's an interesting one. Some of it's fucking boring. Oh, Christ, yeah. But some of it's really cool. You know what is funny is that walking around Epcot and knowing, oh, this kind of is what they had a vision for the future to look like and it looks old school still yeah. now. Like, being in that future that they imagined, it looks old. Yeah. But like, one of my favourite rides was in Epcot. It's the um, Mission to Mars one, where it's like it's like a gravity simulator where you oh, sit Christ, and it yeah. spins you around and you have that's to push so buttons. Good. That's so it's good. That's so fucking awesome. Like, I think that's the closest you'll ever get to being an astronaut. That and they've got the um, the car one, the yeah. test drive. Mate, there's a bit in that that shits me up. You know when you like you're going fast, and there's that truck that like pulls out. Yep, I can still see it. I love that. I love that. And then you've got like the big old lake, and it's got like places from around the world. It's to got eat. like yeah, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan. So much to eat. I ate so much there. Yeah, you can go to like different countries. Yeah, Mexico. Mm. It's really clever. It's such a fucking good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, Take it out. Um, obviously, at this point, I could sit here and tell you all about Disney's films and all of the theme parks is open. But let's be honest, that will take fucking ages, and we we know. Yeah, we know. Like, you we, know. We know. Um, there are parks in California, Florida, Paris, and Japan. I didn't. I, I think it's in Tokyo, but this this one in like um. Osaka as well, I think. Okay. It's because I have a friend who works in Osaka in like Harry Potter world, but I don't know if that's Universal or something completely different. Harry Potter is Universal, yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers and Universal. Yeah, interesting. Because yeah, it's yeah. Pre- it, I'm sorry, I know we're talking about Disney. Because in Florida, there's Universal World as well. Universal, Di- uh, Universal, Universal Florida is amazing. Universal Studios better. It's so good. Hundred percent better. So much better. I love it, and I can't wait. Because you've got like the Hulk, which should go to fucking Disney now. Oh, Christchurch, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, that should go there. They've got the Men in Black ride at Universal. That's crap. Oh, do you not like that? I didn't like it. Because they used to have Jaws as well. That they got rid of that. I missed Jaws. I wasn't Mate. there. Oh, what a ride. It shipped me up as a kid. Mm. But what a ride that is. Uh, our hotel is a uh, 20-minute walk from Universal. Is it? Mate, you can yeah. go all the time there. Yep. Yep. That Universal's better. But anyway, we talk about Disney. Disney, you're good. Universal better. This is an interesting one. While we're here, just take a little inter- interjection. If you could watch only Universal films or only Disney films, 
Uh, well, uh, what would you choose? It'd be Universal. I think Universal produced better, more of a variety. But Star Wars and Marvel movies come under the Disney umbrella now. Yeah. So I do like those films. So it's, it's getting difficult now. Because it's like um, DreamWorks as well. DreamWorks and Disney. Which animation do you prefer? Um, well, the bloke from the bloke from DreamWorks is was a Disney employee. Mm. Who the guy who created DreamWorks worked for Disney and fucked off because he was pissed off with them for some reason. Started DreamWorks and that's why in Shrek, which is their first movie, uh, you've got um, Farquaad's Kingdom yeah. is a a, uh, a fuck you to Disney. Is it? I never thought the, of it the whole thing because yeah, it's a theme park, isn't it? With yeah. the big character heads. Um, the singing stuff, the um, Welcome to Deluxe is um, small, it's a small world. Fucking all that right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a mockery of that. The whole thing you've got the di- the, the princesses who aren't dainty little fuckers. They yeah. do their own shit. Uh, the hero is not this gallant Prince Charming. Prince yeah, Charming is a villain. Yeah. Um, our hero is the monster. The sidekicks annoying. The whole thing is a massive fuck you to Disney and, and sh- their way of doing Shrek's princess films. Awesome. It's so good. It's so my fa- my favorite animated series is How to Train Dragon, and that's DreamWorks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I'd probably go DreamWorks. Yeah. What else do they do? <sighs> I just said I'll back America. I tell you too. Um. <laughs> uh, Brave is Disney, isn't it? Yeah. Although Disney- no, Disney collaborate with DreamWorks on a lot of stuff. Mm. Because they were Disney like bought Pixar. Yes, yes. Disney Pixar Studios. Because you've got the brave, brave little toaster. Is that Pixar? Oh, it's no, an old no, Pixar. Fuck knows. That's an awful film. Oh, it's cute though. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Disney, Disney, Disney. So this is quite an important fact. Uh, Walt Disney was a very heavy smoker. Like yeah. really fucking heavy smoker. Like three packs a day smoker. Yeah, like proper old school smoker. Old school cigarettes as well. Great no filters. No yeah. filters. Like just straight. Straight melons. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So in November 1966, he was diagnosed with lung cancer. On December 15th of the same year, his lungs failed and he died. Damn. Now you're probably thinking that's where the Disney story ends. No, because he was cryogenically frozen. <sighs> We'll get on to that. <laughs> so, Disney received 59 Academy Award nominations, including winning two of them. Yeah. Wait, 59 nominations, only won two? 22, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's, that's quite good. That's over half. Yeah. Nearly half. A lot of them, I think, have been, like, sort of post posthumous. It's after the fact, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. He got them after he died. Yeah. Now, we're going to discuss a little bit of anti-Semitism, because it would be rude not to. Um, in his early work, there's like there's a lot of unfavorable depictions of like Jewish characters, like yeah. money hoarders, like y- you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, think of stereotypical stuff. That's I think what of he like, had. I know this isn't Disney, but like Fagin and Oliver Twist and right. that, just like proper stereotypical yeah. Jewish characters. Um, I'm gonna chalk this down just to it being the time. I was gonna say this as well because I- I'm aware that he worked with a lot of people who were um, Jewish. During his life, he donated to a lot of Jewish charities and he hired Jewish animators. Yeah. And, like, everyone that worked with him said there's never even a fucking inkling that he was anti-Semitic. Yeah. I mean, not to just go fully, oh, I'm defending this, I would potentially argue that um, it might it might have been a case of just that was the time and it was okay. Not okay, but accepted that you can take the Mickey out of things. Yeah. For if I was to sort of liken it to us in our day, when I was at school, um, to be gay was bad. Yeah. And 
Yeah, for sure. To take the Mickey out, your friend was to say, "Oh, you're gay," you're gay or you're gay "That's lord. gay." Like, yeah, yeah, you're a sure. gay lord. Like that was that was the insult or whatever. So yeah. it was okay to make fun of that. And you wouldn't do that now, like what, fucking ten, fifteen years later. No, exactly. So it's like me now, twenty six years old, know that that would be wrong to say, yeah, and wrong to do. But when I was fucking at kid, secondary school, it was fine. That was that was the norm. Yeah, and I think that might have been at that time where it's like, um it would be acceptable to depict Jewish people in that light you just, and people just found it funny. You, yeah, you take things to the nth degree. You take someone's stereotype and you just fucking blow it up. Yeah, like we we spoke about Little Britain last week. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the character of um, Vicky Pollard. Mm. Now, we we all take the mickey out, Chavs. Yeah. That's sort of something that we all do and that's okay. But I imagine then in like 50 years' time, the idea of taking the mickey out of Chav would be like abhorrent. No one ever does that. That's yeah. disgusting. Why would you do that? That's disgust like racial or yeah. you know, um, um, xenophobic or whatever. And you'll go, but it was fine back then. Like no one said anything. Mm. Maybe it was that. Yeah, exactly that. So yeah, some of his work looks a bit odd, but uh, I don't think he was anti-Semitic. He's also been heavily criticised for racism because of how his work contains sensitive material, particularly around black people. Right, you know how like you depict it as like a black character, they'd be like jet black, big red lips. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, obviously now if you saw that, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Um, was it racist in today's definition? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Back then, no. Yeah, I don't think he he didn't mean anything by it. And to back this up, um, a lot of people said he wasn't a racist. He was just racially insensitive. Right. Like most Americans at the time. Like most people's granddads. Literally. Imagine your fucking white granddad who just yeah. makes a comment being like, oh, there was a black person in the shop today. Yeah, and then so, you have to say, you can't say that now. Yeah. And he'll go, what? Why? Yeah. It's, I think it was that. And then you just shake your head and go, fuck it, you'd be dead soon. Yeah, yeah. Literally that. So the studio's first black animator, Floyd Norman, he worked very closely with Disney and it said at no point did he believe he was a racist. Okay. So I think it's just what he puts into work. I think he didn't, in his everyday life, he didn't go out and hate people. Yeah, no, he's not intentionally going yeah. out and doing that, right? Because he was going out, he wanted a place for everyone to have fun. Yeah. Like, I don't think he really... No. Well, here's the tester. Did Disney have segregation stuff? Don't know. Not not him, the, the Disney Worlds. So, did his Disneyland have different fountains for blacks and whites? That would be an interesting thing to look at. Yeah. Whether they... Whether it was a case of he doesn't care, or is it... Or is he going along with what the world is doing at the time in America. That's really interesting because it was made in the 50s, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. So they had segregation laws but their blacks and whites had different drinking fountains, yeah. stuff like that. Very interesting. Hmm. Mm, I wonder if they had different queue lines as well. Doubtful. I don't know. I'll say doubtful. I don't know because I, I can just think like, you know, if, if, if you're petty enough that you won't even drink out the same fountain as a black person, you're not going to stand behind not going to want to stand yeah, behind a black person, a black like person yeah. because if you walked on a bus and there was no seats, you went, get up, and you sat on that seat. Yeah. You're going to then go to the queue and go, move. Yeah. I'm telling you now, I guarantee there was different queuing. We'll, we'll look it up in a minute. There's something to look up. Um, now, we'll get onto this point, straight away from that. It's widely believed that Walt Disney is frozen. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just a massive thing that everyone has heard at some point. In their Family life. Guy do a skit on that as well, yeah. Yeah, like, like, where he opens up, are the Jews gone? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Family Guy do a lot of, like, say that Disney was anti-Semitic a lot. 
Um, but anyway, this is about a family guy. And some believe his body... This is fucking weird. Some believe his body is stored beneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Brilliant. Yeah, Curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> Literally. I don't know why they've opted to choose the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. There's, um, a, there's a lot of myths about Disneyland's. Yeah, for sure. However, his body was actually cremated and scattered, which is literally the In opposite. In the park, though. Literally the opposite of being frozen. Yeah. you Instead of being frozen, he was fucking burnt. Yeah, and they're like, well, technically, he's everywhere in the park because the, the wind just blew him. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see him. D- Disney made um, an anti-Nazi video yeah. uh, uh, animation, and it's Donald Duck waking up. Donald Duck was created for the war. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that would make sense then. So he's in this animation, and definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. It's really, really interesting. He wakes up in this world like there's a. It's so funny. Even the alarm clock, one of the arms on the face of the alarm clock does a Hitler salute and says, Wake up. And it's doing all that. Like, uh, Donald Duck wakes up and he's in this, like, Nazi world and he's, like, getting thrown into, like, he's at uniform. He has to, like, march step everywhere he goes. And then he's in his factory building armaments and he's building, like, um, like uh, artillery shells and stuff like that, um, and they go to like classroom. Like, it, it's a fantastic, interesting video, but it was it was used by some people to say that Disney was a Nazi sympathizer, yeah, and uh, a, a Nazi, um, and they were using this video clips of the video to prove, oh look, see Disney had this commissioned on the side to show his true colours. And actually, it come out as like, well, if you watch the whole thing, it's an anti-Nazi video yeah. and anti-Nazi propaganda. Um, and it was made during the war for kids Americans and the yeah. Americans to watch and go, oh, yeah, man, that's shit. That sucks. Because yeah. like, he was so big at the time. But yeah, definitely check that. It's a really, really interesting video. Yeah. Um, now we're going to talk about, this is really interesting. Have you ever heard of Club 33? Yes. That's like one of their most prestigious clubs. It's fucking bizarre. So when Walt Disney was alive, you had to be invited to this club personally by him. Right. You can still get in now, but there's like a 14-year waiting list, and apparently you have to pay a deposit of $25,000. What the fuck? If you go into Disney World, you can find Club 33. It's a real thing. You'll find like a door in plain sight, like on Main Street or whatever. Mm. If you look it up before you go, like before you go to Florida, look at where okay, it is look, and try I'll and knock. find it. I'll knock and I'll say, do you not know us? We're it's, from That's What People Do podcast. It's literally a door that has the number 33 next to it. Okay, I'll find that. And if you go in, like you have to be dressed in like proper attire. You have meals. A meal is the same cost as a day ticket, which is fucking expensive. I got $150, I think it yeah. is. Um, you can get thrown out really easily. You have to behave. like It's a proper elite Disney club. Wow. Like You don't have to queue for right. Like It's mad. A lot of people link this to the Freemasons, which if the Freemasons... Walt Disney would have 100% been in the Freemasons. Yeah, I think he'd have been in some sort of shaky handy club yeah i think uh, i think if this is right i don't know if you got it uh in club 33 i think he he wanted like a bird or a vulture yeah, or something yeah, there's a picture of it it's yeah weird. and uh, the uh, the intention was that it would talk to you but and that voice. someone yeah but that someone would be behind it talking able to interact with it and it yeah. would be able to talk to you and have a general conversation and then when they implemented it it didn't work very well and he, then they just stopped using it he wanted it to have speak uh microphones in so he could listen to everyone's conversation that's it it's like the um you ever seen the fountains in uh, is it Universal Studios? The fountain that t- talks to you. Mm. You put like money in it. It's like, oh, thanks. And it's like, where are you from? And yeah. you're like, um, from England. Like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So Club Thirty Three is an interesting one. Um, I don't. There's nothing shady about it. It's literally just an elite Disney club. If you're a Disney fan, you're gonna want to get in if you have money. And should we start up a Patreon to get us into to Club Thirty Three? Club Thirty Three. And we'll <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. We're gonna set up a Patreon today. Um, and get us 
get us the deposit to go to Club 33. We'll get in there and we'll record a podcast in, in there. 14 years when we finally make it off the waiting list. Yeah, can you imagine that? Imagine being next on the list, being like, I've waited so fucking long for this. And, then you, so and then you went rules. bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I've got a nice meal. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's Walt Disney, essentially. Interesting Damn. guy. Um, obviously, Disney I don't think is ever going to go away. Oh, no, no, no. That, that is a monster that is now... I think Disney, Amazon, and Apple are the only fucking companies that can never go into administration. No. They're like the, I think I'd, I would say they're the three biggest companies. Maybe Google. Google's definitely up there. Um, yeah, that'd be really interesting. That's crazy how big those companies are. They're massive. Like, Amazon was started relatively recently compared to this, and that was in fucking Jeff Bezos' garage. Yeah, and now he's what the richest man on the planet the richest man on the planet and it fluctuates like day to day he makes billions in a day <laughs> oh mate but I'm not gonna lie like fucking Bezos pay your taxes but also cheers for Amazon because fucking what a fucking thing mate I love Amazon yeah Amazon Prime is the best thing I ever bought yeah videos music or films TV music fucking next day delivery mm-hmm. if that listen if they didn't have vikings in the grand tour i wouldn't have amazon prime oh really so yeah, i watch a lot of south park in the office and... oh that yeah well that's how i watch the office yeah good films as well i think it's better than netflix <sighs> netflix do better originals however amazon do better fucking sports documentaries mate so all or nothing is great they did a brazil national team one recently did they yeah, it's in subtitles but it's still interesting okay yeah um so Walt disney megalomaniac uh created a, a empire let, I think it's fair to call it an oh, empire. Massive empire. Ooh, it swallowed up big, big fucking companies. Mm. It swallowed up Fox most recently, which makes Deadpool uh, a Disney a Disney character, character, and he wants to be a princess. Yeah, <laughs> Deadpool Disney princess. So bring on Deadpool at Disney. That'd be amazing. It's 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 mad that he created this. I don't think he ever he got to see it get big, but I don't think he ever got to see it. Oh, can it you imagine now. if you could like wake him up for like I don't know a day or two? And then just be like, Google yourself, yeah, and see what you've got. I, I wonder how we'd feel about watching like Frozen and all the Moana and all like the modern. I mean, yeah, because that animation now is insane. I wonder how if he'd watch it, and he'd like it. Well, yeah, because here's a type of animation was drawing. Mm. Now, like, they don't it's draw. not drawing in the sense of on paper and. And if they do stuff. draw it, it's a big thing. Like, oh my god, a hand-drawn animation. Exactly. Like, yeah. When I went to Florida when I was like really young, they were in the process of drawing Brother Brother Bear. Oh, okay. Which was their last ever... Well, well, I think at that time was planned to be their last hand-drawn animation. Mm. And Brother Bear's a fucking good film. Yeah. It was, and we went and saw the animators. There was like a... You could literally go and watch them just fucking yeah, sit there Yeah, you can see drawing. people drawing. Yeah, I wonder if it, what you think about his movies now. Hmm. I think he also had a clause as well that Disney movies have to be recycled every 10 years. Oh, really? So that um, all children can get to watch them. I think that was the uh, the plan. I mean, that makes sense because I've seen all the originals... Yeah, everyone has. Uh, everyone's seen them at some point or heard of them or seen clips of them and they're always being remade and readapt and, yeah. and adapted. Absolutely. And that, and that is because he wanted, as far as I'm aware, I think this, I believe this to be true, that he wanted all children to be able to experience Disney movies um, in their sort of time. Well, he so did. So they'll, they'll forever be remade. He 100% did it. Mm. Yeah, fair dues, man. I, I love Disney World. Disney I love the McDonald's of the fucking entertainment industry. 100%. Just everywhere. company we worked for was desperate to get better. Mate, the fucking inductions used to be Ch- more about Catch Disney. the mouse. Literally more about Disney than it was about money. Catch the mouse was it's the... Like, uh... you never going to... Have you noticed as well that I found this out while researching this? Merlin's in the induction, the first thing they say was it started with a fish because they bought the 
um, SeaWorld or whatever. Yeah. Not SeaWorld, like a Sea Life Center. Mm-hmm. Disney, I think they stole that off Disney because Disney's thing is it started with a mouse. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah, it makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, they are trying to catch the mouse. But... No entertainment business will ever catch Disney. Ever. I mean, and if you come close, they'll be like, we're buying you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if you even look scary, bought. Yeah. But the problem is they they, they can't do that for for everything because there's laws against monopolies. Hmm. So there's only so big they can get, surely. <sighs> there has to be a limit to how big they can get before they become a monopoly over it. That's Disney, isn't it? They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Simpsons. <gasps> Simpsons are um, Fox. Fox which, uh, uh, and, and Universal's got Simpsons World in it. Has it? I think Fox retained some rights to like... Because Fox is still like a thing. Fox is still a thing, yeah. It's a subsidiary of Disney now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no. At Universal, they've got um, Springfield. Have they? Yeah, you can go to the Quickie Mart. You can get, buy burgers there. You can oh. go to uh, Doughboys, the donut shop. You go to Moe's? Uh, yes, they've got Moe's. They've got Chief Wiggum and his uh, police car just standing around eating donuts. Oh, no and they've got a massive, massive ride um, with Krusty. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. But the one thing they don't have is Harry Potter. And I think they'd fucking love to have Harry Potter. I mean, I'm not sure. J.K. Rowling's doing her very best to damage her own reputations. Yeah, because Universal have it, don't they? Universal have Harry Potter. It's a massive reason why people go there. And I tell you, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. Really, really good. Definitely try it out. Anyway, Disney. That was that. Hope you enjoyed it. You're probably going to go watch a Disney film now. Yeah, go watch Hercules again. Or Emperor's New Groove. That's a good one. I love that movie. I like Lilo and Stitch as well. Lilo and Stitch is good. Uh, Live action remake they're doing. Oh, fuck off. No, stop doing live-action remakes. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't make sense. I haven't seen the Lion King one because I don't want to. If I want to watch Lion King, I'll watch the fucking animated Lion King. 100%. Yeah, people uh, people that have said it have said that... Um, people who have watched it have said um, that it doesn't sort of feel the same because they've tried to make the animals as realistic as possible, but yeah. then you can't make them move their mouths and facial yeah. faces like the animations can. Yeah. So it doesn't hit us home as much. Fucking stop with the fucking live action. Anyway, 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 anyway. Disney. Yeah, man. That's hope been fantastic. Uh, really, really interesting learning about him. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening about Mr. Disney. Uh, make sure you hit us up on the socials. Uh, Instagram, that's what people do podcasts. Oh, there's a fun fact that I've missed out. Go on, give us it. So there's a fun fact. You know Laughagrams and the what he created? A few yeah. of the workers there went on to create Looney Tunes. No way. Yeah. Oh, I bloody love Looney Tunes. Yeah, they created Looney Tunes. Anyway. Space Jam. So Looney, they're, they're Looney Tunes all, back in action. So basically every animation you'll ever see, Disney has worked with some of these people at some point. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Literally, anyway. they paved away in the animation world. Carry on with socials. Uh, yeah, so Instagram, that's what people do. Or that's what people do podcasts. Just search either one. I really need to find out which one it is. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, that's what people do. Uh, Twitter, that's what people do. Or at that's WPD. Or yeah, send us an email if you've got someone you would like us to talk to, uh, talk about. If there's someone you're like, oh, that's a really interesting person. I'd really like them to talk about them. Disney was actually a suggestion from my friend Ryan. Another Ryan. Is that right? Yeah. There you are. So um, yeah, send us suggestions if you have them. We'll happily talk about these people. We'll give a little bit of research and uh, we'll talk about them. Send us an email at that's what people do podcast at gmail.com. Nice. Smashed it. Who we got next? Uh, uh, next, uh, we are talking about Alfred Nobel. Now, I don't know much about him apart from Nobel Pre- Peace Prize. Not a word, James. Peace Prize. Yep. And, and I'm being told uh, he's a bad guy for some reason, so we'll see. Well, I'm putting him under my bad section, but 
it's loose, very loose. He's right, not okay. a bad person. Right, okay. But I'll, yeah, we'll go into I'll it. I look forward to it. Farewell. Bye.